Hello friends, my name is Dave Miller. And I'm now Spain. And we're your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky sexy situations and turn them into sexy sticky situations. Simply put, we are a sex and dating advice podcast. We're out here doing it for you. Mm-hmm. We find questions from you. Or we find them from the internet. And it could be you too. We don't know. You and could. I don't I don't mean the band. It cannot be you too. Do you remember when they fucking forced that fucking album on everybody? <laughs> when yeah. they just slid their album into everyone's fucking iTunes? And they're just like, oops. You know what's so great? If they had been like, hey, our album's free, they would have done so well. Yeah. It's just the fact that it was foisted upon us. It was so sneaky. Like, they didn't ask permission. Nope, nope. They didn't ask consent. They were just like, oh, what's that? You have an iPhone? You have iTunes? Let me just uh, scoot on in here. And, and that's why we refuse to answer any questions from you two, because they're blatant disregard for everybody's consent. Do you, like, I think that was, like, I can't think of a single thing you two did after that. Nope. They died. <laughs> Bono just exploded. Explo- yeah, he just yeah. died. Uh, the fucking Edge. More like Bomo. <laughs> the no. Edge is great. Don't talk about The Edge. <laughs> the Edge is cool. Is this our worst intro yet? <laughs> Were we just talking about We got derailed there was, there was one song that was very good on that Elevation? Album. It was Elevation was not on I, that. Honestly, I never listened to that album. I thought you were just saying one good U2 song. No, there was one good song on that. I don't remember what it was called, but I remember like I remember being like, okay, U2. Okay. I'll listen to you. Where else can you find us, Dane? I hate to break it to you, but whether you downloaded us or not, we're on iTunes. Yeah. <laughs> We've snuck Wait, in. We should do that. Can anyone do that? Can it- I just call fucking the ghost of Steve Jobs and be like, hey, my man, yeah. can you just slide me on into everyone's iphone we're like tomorrow we're like wow we got a billion downloads why does it say non-consensual first don't worry don't worry is that what joe rogan did, did joe rogan make a deal i would not make be the surprised. u2 deal would not be surprised guys we have a show this week on thursday the 16th it is this week it's crazy it I happened like quickly just did one and then now we're doing another one and I was like, oh, it's because, you know, it's Christmas season, so we might have had to, yeah, <laughs> daylight savings. Saving. It's not. It was. It's the exact same amount of time between shows as every other show. But for some reason, it just crept Cre- up on us. It crept up. So you should come. You should have fun with it. If we have more issues with our recording equipment, you might get to see an unhinged Dark Ages episode. Yes. And if you don't, you might get to see an unhinged Dane birthday episode. So... Either way, it's going to be spicy. It's going to be unhinged regardless because it's very close to my actual birthday. It's not my birthday specifically, but it is my birthday show. My birthday is the next week, so I will be celebrating Mm -hmm. and I would like you to celebrate with me. And more specifically, I would like you to celebrate me. Yes. And we will do all of those things. So please come. You can find the link pretty much anywhere. It's at Black Sheep Cocktail Lounge in Liberty Village in Toronto. It's so much fun. And it's weird for me to say that, but I'm not even talking about the show. I'm talking about the crowd. We get some good people. That could be you. It could be you. Unless you suck shit, in which case don't come. Maybe buy a ticket, but don't come. Yeah. We love you. We're joking. You wouldn't listen if you were shit. Also, we have a Patreon, but fuck it. We spent too long. Are you ready for this? Yeah. This is by throwaway. Whoa. This is by throwaway Dan time. Oh, I thought you were just like making a noise because their name was nonsense. Nope. Okay. My girlfriend has a gift and I'm terrified. And it's weird because we've done a very similar question before. They out there. Okay, this sounds insane, but I don't know anymore. I'm 27 male. I have known my girlfriend 24 for about seven years, and she's always been a bit odd. Not in a bad way, but she's very empathetic and too kind for her own good. She also has chronic depression, anxiety, and BPD. A few months into us dating, she would do this thing where she would text me to hydrate, slash eat, slash stretch, slash relax my muscles. The works. I didn't think of it, honestly. They're very common things people forgot to do. But then she got more specific. Example being, hey, pop your left shoulder or it'll hurt later tonight. Or she would buy me foods I was craving without me asking. Or send me reassurance that I was feeling low. Even those, however, I could brush off with ease. Like what 30-year-old doesn't have aches and pains, you know? It's like that for months. And occasionally I'd ask her how she knew I hadn't hydrated all day or how she knew I had a craving, which she would always respond, it's a gift. Cool, huh? I figured she was bluffing and kept getting lucky. Now I don't think that's the case. Last week she called off work. I'm rushed over. I asked her why she felt the need to do it, and she said she felt compelled. An hour later, we get the news a family member I was close to passed. Here I have to note, she's close with my parents, but they don't talk outside of family gatherings. 
There's no way she would have known prior to the call. She stayed by my side the rest of the week and confided in me she was a different religion than me. She's a Hellenistic pagan. I'm a Baptist. Then she got the urge to call off work when she was cleaning up her altar. I was shaken but glad she was there for me. This weekend we went to visit her dad. He, she suggested because he lives outside a tourist trap town and we could use the vacation. I agreed. It was a great trip. On the ride there, she confessed she doesn't like my job because it's dangerous. It wouldn't be, and I don't think it is any of the other shops, but we simply, I don't know what that means. We simply don't have the equipment to do what we claim we can. We have to jerry-rig things quite a bit. I explained to her and she reiterated she wants to be careful. I promised I would be and she dropped it. I tried my best not to tell her how sketchy it gets or that we have a workplace incident recently, but the way she talked, it felt like she knew. Throughout the drive from her dad to town, the drive was anxiety-inducing. Heavy rain, bad drivers, my car was acting up. Yet my usually anxious girlfriend with car wreck trauma was unfazed. When I asked about it later, she said she knew we wouldn't wreck. I asked how she knew, and she said, I've got a gift. I should trust her on this, but it's hard, but I do my best. When I'm dropping her off, she warned me to be on the lookout for deer and to drive safe. Two normal statements given where we live, but I didn't think it meant, hey, there's going to be a deer in the middle of the road, so don't hit it. That was just icing on the cake. I still don't get this gift. Next morning, she does a bunch of stuff, blah, 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 blah. At lunch, she asked if I'm okay, which I kind of just got in a cut on my arm. I'm a mechanic, so it's common. I asked her if she could stop being so weird and to chill because life is weird and I'm not feeling it. And she said, okay, how do you think I feel? I'm just stuck like this. I apologized and she agreed she would be chill. She told me she didn't mean to scare me, but now I'm super weirded out by her. What do I do? Fucking nothing and cherish this person. It's not like she's only been lovely to you. It's not like she's being aggressive or like creepy or, you know what I mean? Like at no point in time you're like, oh. She accused me of cheating or knew with her gift that mm. I was going to betray her or cheat on her. And now she's like, wants my phone data all the Like, there was none of that shit. It's just like, she was lovely. She looks out for me. She was really caring when I lost someone in my family. She makes sure I'm safe. She worries about my safety. She saved my life and a deer's by using her psychic connection for good. And like, regardless of whether there's a psychic connection or not, but I mean, like at this point in time, there's clearly, clearly. There's unless something. she killed his family member. But how does she know about the deer? Maybe it's her deer. Her perfectly trained deer. Either way, I understand the like, oh, this is spooky. This is weird. The coincidences keep adding up. And eventually you do have to sort of be like, maybe it's not a coincidence. But does it matter whether it, it is or isn't? Because no. she's not like, I can fucking like, she's not, there's nothing bad is happening. Is right. what I'm trying to say. So who fucking cares? I understand, like, if he's Baptist, the idea that she might be using, like, witchcraft. <laughs> like, look, I get it. Do you? I mean, like, yeah, religion indoctrinates people, and, like... I thought you were saying you understand that, like, you'd be like, oh, no, no. I understand, like, I understand from his, like, worldview of being like, oh, this scares the shit out of me because I've been raised to believe that this is evil. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. so, like, I understand that, like, if that weirds him out, but... If it does, that's your problem and not hers. Like, yeah. she's not being weird. She's being loving and All caring. Powerful. And, and, like, again, strip the, you know, psychic gifts away. She hasn't done anything that any good partner shouldn't do. Mm -hmm. She's concerned about your safety at work. She took care of you when you lost someone in your family. She, you know, wants to make sure you're staying on top of your hydration mm -hmm. and shit. Like, she's looking out for your joints. All those things are... Like, if I had a partner who didn't claim to be psychic or have a gift or whatever and was just like, hey, have you drank water today? I would need that because we're stupid humans who every now and then we get so lost in a project or I get lost mm -hmm. in editing or whatever. And I haven't eaten or I haven't I, had water. I literally woke up this morning like with a very dry mouth, very dehydrated because like our air conditioning is weird. Woke up, walked the dog and then drank a coffee and worked for four hours and then was like, oh, I got a headache. I wonder why. Yeah, that I could do with a psychic to be like, yo, yeah, again, I don't need a psychic. I would just deal with a loving partner who told me to do those things. I'm going to text you every day to be like, yo, hydrate. Okay. I'm like, Dane, your fucking joints, man. I mean, these Ugh, don't do no. Why would you? Why would you oh, do yeah. That? Those are those are bone cracks. Boys. That's horrendous. You should hear my ankle. Oh, we want to talk about ankles. <laughs> Every now and then, my ankle sounds like a gun goes off. <laughs> and I'm like, did it just break again? It's like, no, it just does that now. Yeah. I mean, mine, I literally can't go up the stairs without every step. This is great. Dump your partner. Don't be weird. Don't ask her to not be or, weird. Unless you're with people and she's like, I have a gift. I'm magical. I could understand you being like, But it hey. doesn't seem like she's doing that. 
It's, true. it's like literally the only time she's ever said it is when you're like, how do you know that? Yeah. It's not like she's like, oh, you can't like she's not telling you even when she didn't tell you to quit your job. I don't think it's it. Nope. I think it was just, just be, be careful. careful. Yeah. Good. Also, get a new job if you're fucking jerry rigging <laughs> shit together in what I can only assume is like a mechanic. Yeah. So it's like, are you jerry rigging the like the jack to bring the car up? It's, it's like, not good, dude. <laughs> like it's going to come down and crush you. Hey, we can't do what we claim to do. Hey, if that was the case, even on this podcast. That would be bad. <laughs> yeah, I think if it upsets you and if it weirds you out and creeps you out and you don't like it, sure, leave your partner. That's fine. Like, you have the proclivity to... Is that the right word? I doubt it. Yeah, I don't think that's... The ability, maybe. They yeah. Rhyme. You have the ability to be like, I'm not comfortable in this relationship. Great. You don't need to explain yourself to anyone. No. Other people looking on might be like, that's a dumb choice. Yeah, she's but, magical and is saving you. But if you don't like it, then just be like, I'm really sorry. This weirds me out and mm. it makes me uncomfortable. And I don't know if I can be with a partner who's like this. Okay. Guess what? When you bump into a deer and fall under one of your jerry-rigged cars and it crushes you, yeah. you're going to be like, well, shit, you're going to die thirsty and regretting everything. And oh, you would be able to save yourself, but your shoulder, uh -oh, your shoulder's locked up <laughs> and you can't get it up to re the release no. lever. <laughs> Yeah, just this is great. What are you doing? Yeah, leave it. She's she sounds like an incredible partner, regardless gift or no gift. Yeah. All right, hit me. Okay. I want to keep going. I want to up. No, I got some. This is first cupcake seven two zero three. Needing sexy non sex ideas. Okay. The Friday night, the kids are staying with my parents. I want the night to be as spicy as it can be. From the second my man comes home from work, what are some sexy ideas of things uh, he and I can do? It doesn't necessarily have to be sex, but not against it either. Things have been pretty boring as of late, so ideas are appreciated. Greet them in lingerie. Or a sexy outfit that, importantly, you feel comfortable in and you know aligns to his tastes. Yeah. Massages. I would say you don't even have to wait for him to get into work. I would say a little spicy text at the mm -hmm. beginning of the day or around lunchtime with a, like a picture of what you're planning on wearing laid out on the bed. Don't spoil the, the surprise, mm -hmm. right? Like, send maybe, like, glimpses and be like, hey, can you guess? Do you know what this is? Yeah, a little, a little tease. I also think you got to be careful what you send and when, because, like, if he's not used to it and he's at work and maybe he just taps the image that comes up and all of a sudden it's a nude that, you know. Yes. Maybe front load any risque pictures with a don't open this while anyone's around or yeah. NSFW, which is key when he is, in fact, yeah. AW. Yeah, like if he's one of those people that if he's like a professor that hooks his fucking laptop up yep. to his mm -hmm. right. OK, maybe don't do that. Like understand the situation. If he's a kindergarten teacher. <laughs> no. Nope. And like I, that's a very good point. I didn't think about that. But like maybe just let him know like during the course of the day to periodically check his phone because there might be mm -hmm. something that might interest him in. them, mm -hmm. Right. And I think you have a lot of opportunity here. And I think the downside to this and I think a lot of people do this incorrectly, is they try to surprise them by not including them in the surprise. Yes. Right? I think you would find yourself in a far stronger position if before this night happens, you say, hey, we have the place to ourselves. Let's do some things. Mm -hmm. What are some things you're interested in? Yes. Right? You've opened that door because maybe he wants to tie you up to the bed. Maybe mm -hmm. he wants to play with handcuffs. Maybe he wants to play with some whipped cream, some yep. chocolate sauce. And if you don't have those things readily available, that's you know or the downside is also you think he might want to spank you or yeah. whip you and that's not something he's into mm -hmm. and now you've got your hopes up about being spanked but now he doesn't want to do it or now he's going to do it like half-heartedly because yeah. he wants to make right so it's like or I he doesn't even know the night is going to be a thing and dave is like hey you want to grab beer after work and he's like oh i'm just gonna grab beer with dave yeah and now he's broken your dreams because and you have all these things ready and he didn't know and it sucks or it's like mexican wednesday or so, or mexican friday or something and he just typical mexican just friday fucking slams down so many spicy burritos mm -hmm. and then he gets home and he's like hey i just got a shit you cannot touch anything in the in from like nipples mm, from to knees knee, <laughs> from knee to nose yeah you can't touch because i will shotgun poop everywhere and that's not sexy it's a different kind of spicy that well hey yeah if maybe, into it, maybe maybe make sure it's mexican friday <laughs> and the thing is this doesn't take the surprise away it just gives you a foundation to build on because yeah. you can then add to that it's collaborative and then you're in lingerie and then you have whatever and that's the yeah. thing those are the surprises 
you can build off what you've established and that's great. If yeah. you just surprise him. Yeah. Maybe it's like, maybe he wants to watch porn with you or something. And then you can like, you can have, you can find stuff that you're into yeah, and have that ready to go on the book and big screen mm-hmm. TV. Make sure your curtains are drawn or don't depending on what you're into. Or do because people also need to consent yeah. to be part of your. Hey, it's if you look into someone's, you can't YouTube people, man. <laughs> you just can't YouTube people. Like you that. can't. You can't YouTube. That's like the move. <laughs> that's where the Me Too movement yeah. started from. It like YouTubing is yeah. It's it's all coming together. Yeah, things like oh hey, I'm gonna wear something really sexy for you on Friday. What's your favorite color? What color do you love to see me in? And then you know, you you can wear your right or your red outfit you mm-hmm. can wear your white you know what i mean like and importantly as i mentioned earlier what you want to wear is very important yes if he's like oh i want you to wear this thing and, and you hate that that's not gonna be good for everyone because you're not gonna be comfortable blah 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 blah. yeah if you want to step out of your comfort zone and try something new and risky that could be really hot but that's on you if it's you know try to strike a compromise because you want to feel powerful and sexy yeah you know and that's gonna be way more sexy than you wearing something you don't and I would say, don't fall into the trap of being like, oh, we have the night to ourselves. We just so, gotta fuck. Yeah, it's gotta be sex the whole time. Yeah. You guys deserve a break. Mm-hmm. So have a really hot fucking, you know, slam down, fuck each other through the walls mm-hmm. kind of sex. Or don't, you know, like, yeah. or have a very nice, passionate, slow thing because you don't have to fuck for 30 seconds and hoping a kid's not going to slam through the yeah. door. You know what I mean? Like, do whatever you do and feels good and that you want to do. And then like, Treat yourself to some takeout yeah. and have a movie night and just Make like cocktails, yeah. play a board game, like play a I, video game, like do other stuff so that you're not just kind of sitting there like looking at your watch being like, well, we're going to yeah. try squeeze another fucking, you know what I mean? Make it a night about you because you guys are more than just sex and also have sex. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel like a lot of people fall into the trap of like the two things of being like, I'm not going to tell him about any of mm-hmm. these things. And so I'm just going to grab a like fistful of spaghetti and throw it on the wall and be like. What ones are we doing? Like, yeah. I don't know. And then immediately take it so badly if it doesn't work out. Because, yeah. like, people get insecure about sex stuff. And it's like, it's so unfair to surprise a partner in this way and then take it so personally when it doesn't work out. And so like, don't do that. He's coming home from work. Again, we don't know what he does, but, mm-hmm. like, maybe he needs a shower after work. Yeah. So, like, that's a great opportunity to be like, great. I'm going to help you in the shower and you can like do a little fooling around mm. doing whatever. Or not and then if get that's out. not what you're into, yeah. you know? And then, like, get out early. And be like, you finish up in the shower. I'm going to go put something on and you meet me in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Or You know what I mean? Like, it should be collaborative. It shouldn't yes. just be this crazy big surprise because that way lies madness. Yeah. And then once again, I think a lot of people make these nights all about sex yeah. and just take it, slow it down, do what you want to do, do what feels good. Mm-hmm. Take the night at your own pace. If you guys are happy and enjoying your, each other's company, you haven't wasted it, even if you never have sex. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, if you want to have sex, great. But like, as Dane said, there needs to be more stuff because you don't want to be like, oh, fuck, you got to have sex again. And like you're waiting and yeah. maybe you try before you're really ready. And then that's a disappointment. And then like, that's just a, a surefire way to like dampen the evening and not in a good way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And other than that, tailor it to what you guys are into. Yeah. So doesn't matter what I say. If I say fucking spanking and you're not into it, it's not going to work. That's the thing. It's like, I don't think it's useful to be like, here, because like we could be here for like, like the rest of the day, episode yeah. could literally just yeah. us being like foot play, hand jobs, mutual masturbation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we could go on for fucking ever yeah. about various sexual acts mm-hmm. you could do. But and, like, like if you want to explore things, think of what you want to explore. Yeah. If he wants to explore things, ask him what he would want to explore. Yeah. See what fits for you both. Buy some fucking shit. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. All right. Ready? Yep. This is by. On Anzalimi, can you logically pull girls? No. No, that's it. Yeah. I've pulled lots of girls from the bar before, either drunk or in a state. I quit drinking and lost momentum over COVID, so trying to relearn game, basically. I've had good nights getting momentum at the bar and doing well, but I find it super inconsistent, and also if the bar is dead, then very difficult. I'm wondering if it's possible to logically pull girls consistently, or do you think you always need to get out of your head first, then go from there? So does logically mean sober? Is I that- assume so, yes. <laughs> I think there is, hey, congratulations on giving up drinking if the idea of drinking makes you illogical, right? Like if that, if those are your correlations, I think you've done a great service to yourself by not drinking anymore. If you think that like, I can drink and be logical. 
pretty much yeah that's right it. and if you're drinking to the point where you're you feel like you drink to a level of illogical mm-hmm. then yeah great i think you've done an incredible job becoming sober so yeah. congratulations and, hey, you good. don't even need to be illogical to want to become sober yeah if you want to become sober i applaud you and fuck yeah because great yeah yeah mm-hmm. hopefully as long as you're doing it for the right choice you're doing mm-hmm. it to better yourself and make yourself feel better great this we fall into the seduction trap of women are a nebulous idea i like a construct of mm-hmm. of objective and not human beings mm-hmm. that exist with their own individual needs and wants and desires and it's just being like can i do this to women the concept yeah, of women every woman and also like there's no talk of how they acted while drunk or how they're acting while sober it's just i was drunk and got girl drunk equals girl yeah what does being drunk maybe give you an excess of confidence or yeah. like a lack of inhibition. inhibition yeah cool so clearly you're maybe a little bit more confident or you know whatever can you do that while sober 100% yeah okay well let's just boil it down to a simple question can you pull girls sober yeah i never really noticed that like like we've heard the phrase I'm honestly, we've probably used the phrase like pull. It's gross. Yeah. Like pulling something is often a act of violence or like, like yeah, or, or like very rarely is someone getting pulled with without, I don't know, like, like you, resistance, you, a life ring, you're pulling them in, I guess. But again, that's still it, desperation. A, yeah. Right. Like that's, <laughs> and maybe they're fighting against, I don't know. Yeah. It is weird. Uh, but. Simple question. Can you do yeah, it sober? Can yes. you meet women sober? Of course you can. Yes. Yeah. Like a lot of people don't drink yeah. or are underage or just have a day they're not drinking that day. Yeah. Like it's not like someone's like, oh yeah, I'm vibing. Wait, you don't have alcohol in your breath? Oh, f- God damn it. Not interested. Yeah. And honestly, like I don't get drunk a whole lot like i drink but it's like i don't i rarely get drunk it's a smattering of times throughout the year and it's like so the difference between like having two beers and me not having any beers is really none like Mm. there's not much of a difference between those two people so i think you need to look at one your relationship with alcohol so like obviously there was something there that you felt you needed to cut out okay yeah look through what's happening with your relationship with alcohol. Great. Mm-hmm. Figure that out. And then you need to figure out what your sort of like mental block is about approaching women or feeling confident or whatever. Cause like, I think that really is what's boiling it down to is being like, you have an insecurity about something somewhere mm-hmm. and you need to figure out what that is because that presumably it was getting eroded the more you drank. So as you got drunk, that inhibition or that insecurity mm-hmm. got, pushed to the side and you were able to get over it. And I'll also say like, even without that, you have a lack of experience. If every time you've gone out, you've been drunk, you haven't done this sober. Yeah. So like you need to get used to that one in general, if now you're finally going out and being sober, that's a different experience and you need to take time to get used to that. And two, if you've never, you know, gone and approached, I fucking hate using seduction terminology, but if you know, if you haven't talked to strangers and tried to like meet people sober, that's something you're going to have to get used to. And that's just a simple fact. I used to be very like, I didn't like, I drank a lot when I was a kid and I still drink. I drink a lot less, but uh, I understand this. You know what I mean? Like I used to be, it's not that I drank to go and like chat to people, but it was just like, I would be out. So I would be drinking. And that was when you talk to people. Well, that's so, like that's what I'm saying. It's like to it's almost like an unfair thing of being like, hey, when everyone's drinking and having a good time and loose and you mm-hmm. know what I mean, like having a more elevated experience in terms of like not being sober. Yeah, it's always going to be easier because people make more more snapshot decisions and stuff. So it's like, yes, would me being drunk in a room full of drunk women result in me probably making out with someone? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Would me being in that room with the same amount of people and the same people all being sober? Maybe not. Yeah. And I also like, I remember feeling like sometimes like, oh, I got to go to this place or I got to talk to this person. Like, God, I hope I'll be drunk. Like when I was like younger, I mean like, oh, that sucks. Like, I don't want to be that way. You know Mm. what I mean? I don't want to have to get up when I used to play gigs as well. Like when I was in my band, we would drink before we went on like every time. I didn't want that. You know what I mean? 
so I was like, okay, I just got to really make sure that like when I'm sober, like I can be confident because I don't want to have a crutch mm-hmm. in that way, like a mental crutch. And not that there's anything wrong with a crutch. Maybe it's a wrong term. I don't want to have to assist myself that way. You know what I mean? So like make it a challenge, make it a good thing because you don't want to have to rely on alcohol. You know what I mean? One, because you want to be sober and two, because that's not a good way to live anyway. You yeah. know what I mean? You have to be confident in your job. I'm sure at points you have to be confident, like making a deal in a job interview, like talking to someone at a fucking shop. Like when you go to a restaurant, when people can't order fucking food at a restaurant when they're so nervous and like weird, that sucks for everybody yeah. involved. So it's like, you got to be confident, but like, Give yourself the grace to know that you're in a new situation and you need time to adjust to it. But you need to know flat out that like, yes, it is possible. It worries me that you're worried that it isn't possible. And like, that's the worst, the most negative part of this. Yeah, that is an issue. And then also be like, you also need to walk it back and realize that like, your idea of being like, oh, I'm doing game again. I'm learning game. I have to relearn game. It's like, no. I mean, if you are, great. Let's start from scratch and be like, yeah, don't leave seduction. Yeah. Go back like, to episode one. Yeah. Get out of there. Of us, stop not seduction. Stop trying to fucking, you know, play a game or learn these like tricks to get women. Mm-hmm. Because, and again, this like vague concept of woman and start as a lot of seduction people are noticing, approaching women with respect and courtesy and friend zoning them to use them yeah the idea and the understanding that women aren't the prize they are people because they are yeah look at these throwbacks i know so yeah give yourself time give yourself grace you'll be fine but like use this as an opportunity to like build on yourself and the good thing is if you're not getting messy drunk you're gonna have so much more time and ability to actually talk to people Because there's a fine line between being drunk enough to be confident and being drunk enough to be a fucking mess or a weirdo or annoying. So you're going to be better off in a lot of ways and you're going to have more mornings. You won't be hungover. It's going to be fucking great. Yep. This is London boy and a bunch of numbers managed to reduce the amount I masturbate by. But now I come too quickly during sex. So I've had a pretty severe porn addiction since I was a teenager and I've recently been trying to get rid of it or at least reduce it significantly. For the past month, I've set limits to myself on when I could watch, and it started not being able to watch before lunch, going to the gym, and dinner. It's effectively reduced the time I watch from 18 hours to around 3 hours. The benefits of this, I hope he means... Like the window and not the amount? Or like per week. It's still a lot. That can't be... still a lot. Can't be like a fucking per day situation. The benefits of this are immense. I feel more horny, more attracted to my significant other. However, whenever I do have sex, I simply can't last. I can have sex for maybe one or two minutes before I feel the urge to come. I know some common advice on this is to play with her in ways, other ways, but I don't. But it doesn't get around the fact that I can't hold off anymore. Does anyone have any advice on how to deal with this? One, if it's this newfound horniness and newfound sensitivity and blah, 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 blah and you're more horny for your partner, and they're willing, channel that energy into fucking more, and then you will, like, that will start to take over some of the sexual energy that you wasted while, like, masturbating, so you will start to last longer. If that makes sense, you know what I mean? Yeah, you've replaced sensations, right? So it's like, you used to have a very specific sensation of masturbation, and now you're having a new sensation, and also a new mental appreciation Mm -hmm. for the act as well, right? Because I think a lot of like there's a twofold issue that happens with porn addiction is one, you become far less sensitive because yeah, you physically you're. Yeah. You know, but then you also desensitize to the reality of. Yeah. Like how hot sex can be, mm-hmm. because it's like, yes, as much as you find your partner attractive, you've seen doggy style before and you see it yeah. so much. And so like the allure of the things that should be really hot for you are more mundane because you're so inundated with the imagery of Mm -hmm. that. And I think the more you sort of like taper that back and the more you walk that back. Yeah. Physically, you're going to become more sensitive because you're not constantly stimulating yourself. And mentally, you're going to be more sensitive to just how hot your partner is when everything's moving around Mm -hmm. and they're they're bent over or they're riding you or whatever. So you need to, as Nell said, you need to reacclimatize to this and, Mm -hmm to sex and not to masturbation you will get used to it and it'll get better which is great two if you're saying oh i get to the point where i'm just about to come and then i'm like oh i guess i should play with her but it's too late do it first (laughs) 
You know what I mean? Get your partner like engage in foreplay before you get to that point. So that when you start to fuck you, but two minutes or whatever is when it matters yeah. instead of it being like two minutes and then you're done before they can get ready. And you're like, Oh, it's too late for me to start working on them. Like, I, I feel like maybe it's the wording, but it sounded like that's what you were saying. Three. Yeah. I think he was saying that like, that's, those are tips on how to like last longer mm-hmm. is like you stop and like go down on them for a bit and yeah. then go back. But like, he loses it. So I don't know. I don't necessarily think he's probably like, even then do more foreplay prior because if they come, they come. I don't think they're going to mind that they only got two minutes of Dick and it's, finished versus two minutes of Dick. And then you stopped. Right? I think like, it's, it's probably more, my guess is it's probably more on his side of being like, I'm lasting too short and not sure. Yeah. Well, my third thing is, does it matter to your partner? Yeah. Cause if you have like, hour-long fucking numb dick from your porn addiction, I doubt they like that. Yeah. Like, I'm sure it might be a relief to be like, cool, I can blow you and you're good to go in two minutes. Wow. I feel really hot all of a sudden. Getting it over with, you're coming, everything's great. You know what I mean? Like, is it an actual issue with your partner? Yeah, I mean, like, I understand. My sexual stamina when I was younger and first started having sex was not great, and it was frustrating for me because it's like, I want to have sex with you more, though. Mm -hmm. It's like, I want to have sex with you longer than what I'm physically Mm -hmm. capable of doing. So I get, like, the frustration and the desire to last longer, even if your partner is satisfied, which your partner should be satisfied. So I think it all comes down to, as Nell said originally, it's like, it's tough because it's it's like a battle on two fronts. It's a mental and a physical battle, and you have to sort of, like, really understand what you're working through. I think talking to a therapist would probably be a great idea. As with any addiction, just, like, being like, I'm not going to do it anymore. It's difficult. You can't really. Yeah. It's and hard it's not to the full battle either. Yeah. You know, so it's you've got to I think there's probably something in terms of like the way you view sex and think about sex is probably an indicator of like you need to reframe that because I think what ends up happening is now you're probably fetishizing like sex as an act and not as a, a collaborative experience, mm-hmm. which is making you come so fast because you're like. Oh, this is just like porn. Mm -hmm. You're also probably in your head. And like when you're like, oh, I can't come. I can't come. That's when you're going to come. Yeah. Right. It's like the opposite when you're like, oh, I want to come. It's like, wait, no, you want me to dial back down that sensation? Your dick's a dick. Or your brain's just like, or you're just, you know, you're with someone very attractive and your brain's like, oh, really suck if you didn't get hard right now. Okay. Yeah. Let's see what that's like. (laughs) Great. Thank you, brain. It's like a fucking stiff breeze can get me erect. But right now. I have this incredibly beautiful person and I your dick's a dick. (laughs) Yeah. It's very frustrating. Like I said, it's a battle on both fronts. Like you need to sort of reframe mentally and figure out what your deal is with sex and then figure it out. Again, I think talking to a sex therapist would be very handy for you. Yeah. But give yourself time. You'll get there. Yeah. All right. This was all the rage on Reddit yesterday and it very quickly got deleted because the man's wife found it. Uh Oh, but I have the screenshots. This is why I got receipts. I got receipts. This is by ThrowRA651Z. My wife, 27-year-old female, is upset that my 28-year-old male penis is not small years after we got married. It's an odd one, and I promise I am not humble bragging. My wife, 27-year-old female, and I, 28, have been sexually active with each other for about 10 years. We are each other's only sexual partner. We started dating in high school as well as another couple who are our longtime close friends. Those close friends moved out of state, and then the relationship went south, and the woman moved back to town about a year ago. The friend only recently started dating and talks to my wife about her dates, etc. My wife told me our friend met a nice guy, but that his dick was too big and caused pain. TMI? Anyway, my wife said to me she's glad I have a small penis, so it's not an issue. Here's the thing. I'm by no means a porn star, but I'm above average for sure. At the time, I didn't respond, just thought about her comment. Over the weekend, we were getting intimate, and I had a cloth tape measure nearby. So I laid it across my react- my erection and asked her to guess my measurement. She guessed really low. I told her to take a look and she got weird and accused me of folding the cloth to make it seem bigger. I told her she could inspect it, but she just shut it down and we didn't have sex. Next day I decided to broach the subject and she accused me of faking the measurement and saying it was only because it was a cloth tape measure. So I got a ruler. Well, said ruler I was able to get a longer measurement, jammed it against my pubic bone because I was trying to make a silly point, and now she's just mad. She apparently had it in her mind that I had a small penis. I ruined her view of our sexual relationship. The only penis she has seen in person is mine. I just assumed it was below average because I'm pretty small framed. Otherwise, five foot six. What the heck? I'm so confused. Why? 
Does she also not know measurements in real hey, life? Let me tell you right now, women have no idea what measurements sure. are when it comes the like one of my favorite things is being like, show me what six inches looks like. Well, like give me a thing. Yeah. And like the answers I've gotten from that, I remember it was me and one of our mutual friends and we were out with some friends and they were talking about it and like they said something and they were like this big with this number. And we were just like, that's not correct. Like at one point in time, someone said they like they were dating to do with like a 10 inch dick and we were both just like, huh? Okay. Like, damn, that's large. And they're like, oh, it's not that big. And they're like, what are you talking? That's almost a foot. And they're like, well, it's like this big. I was like, that's not 10 inches. If you're accurately measuring mm-hmm. it right now, I was like, that is not 10 inches. And that is a consistent thing throughout my life is noticing that, that, that is when, when women describe penis sizes, they're like the physical representation and the number they assign to it is rarely correct. Now, I'd love to know, is that coming from guys who are like, see this? It's 10 inches. And then being like, I guess. I assume that is what is what's happening where it's like guys have taken like a very flattering dick pic mm -hmm. with the right angles and stuff because like with the right angle you can make your dick look small it's small and (laughs) huge right like it's not a difficult thing to do to be like look at the size of that bad Mm -hmm. boy depending on where you hold it and the angle or just photoshop the ruler beside it (laughs) it goes one two nine ten yeah (laughs) you say ten inches there it is there you go so it's like, I assume that's what it is. It's like where people, guys have like, before they've hooked up and like, yeah, I've got an eight inch dick. Here's a picture of it. Boom. Wow. And then when they actually hook up, it's actually like five or six inches. And, and they're like, well, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Because like really at the end of the day, like in terms of sensation, mm-hmm. like the difference between a six inch dick and an eight inch dick, I don't think probably has much bearing on just like in terms You've of like. just destroyed our inbox thing. <laughs> I know. The size queens are mad. Yeah. Hey, and like. Again, I'm sure a lot of that is a, like a mental thing, you know, sure. like I'm, I'm sure a lot of it is like the idea of a big dick. Mm-hmm. But this is I don't understand why you'd be I don't understand any of this. He lied this whole time to her by making her think she has a small dick. I would love to know his actual measurements. I would. Yeah, he specifically is not putting them in. And everyone in the comments is like he said, 28 M. <laughs> 28 meters. Yeah. That's the thing is like, I would love to know if like, because if this guy's walking around with like 10 inch. Yeah, that's the thing. Is it like, oh, I don't have a small dick. Look, I'm slightly above average. Yeah. Okay. I still don't understand her response. But if he's like, this is in fact my 10 inch cocaine dong. Yeah. Like, then it's like, how did you not know? Yes. And like, does it matter? You've Well, that's the thing. Why is she mad? I don't understand why she's mad because like if she's here, like it would be one thing if you guys were having trouble having sex and for as long as she's been, she thought it was her fault Mm -hmm. and that she had some sort of like, you know, business or whatever. Like I would understand her being like, Oh, it's your dick. That's the problem. Not me. It's your monster dog. Yeah. Like I would maybe understand that. Maybe that happened. Maybe when they started dating, she had a bunch of like insecurity about, but I feel that. like that's important to mention yeah. in, in the, or because we've been together for 10 years. Maybe it's the opposite. Maybe she has never had problems. And now she's like, I'm a big old fucking yeah, I've got a big... bag of holding down there. Huh? You fit whatever you want in there. Yeah. Like some of, and I, this again, Hey, this is from the comments. I'm going to throw that out there. I saw it. And it's the only thing that really makes sense to me. Maybe much in the way that like men value, like, Oh, their size, blah, 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 blah. Women are slut shamed for being like loose or whatever. And maybe she is now feeling ashamed that she was so easily able to take his dick if it is big. Maybe. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of. Maybe she's just been telling all her friends her husband has a small dick this whole time. And now she's like, God damn it. Yeah. But again, I don't see why it would matter. And hey, let me tell you right now where there's something we haven't talked about. It doesn't matter the size of your partner's penis. You should never be like, thank God you've got a tiny penis. Mm. That sucks to hear. Or regardless of, or like even the opposite, like, oh, thank God you've got like, just don't be weird about men's dick sizes because it's so fucked up. And it's like, we have, we've talked about at length. There's so many things out there being like, yo, don't like shame women's bodies. We need the same for men. Yeah. And I think you're absolutely right. Do not assign worth to men. 
based on penis size. But I do want to reiterate, no dude wants to hear how small his penis is. No. No one wants that. It would be like every time you put on a clothes, be like, oh, you're going to wear that? You look really fat in it. That makes you look super fat. Like, saying that out loud probably sounds insane. Like, no one should say that Mm -hmm. to someone. And it should go the same way of being like, oh, your tiny penis or your small penis is, I like your small penis. Like, Mm -hmm. that sucks. You don't have to use the adjective. You're like, I like your fat body. (laughs) I like your body. That one works way better, don't you think? I love your dick. That's it. That's all you have to say. I love that we're so close in this closet and I'm looking you in the (laughs) eyes because I love your dick. I'm sure we've said. Oh, so much. Remember that one episode we did like hand jobs and blow jobs? We're just like jerking ghosts while looking at each other dead in the eye. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like in this scenario, advice. Talk to your wife. Yeah. You have to talk to your partner and be like, hey. Why are you upset about this? What is the actual issue? Like, what is the thing that you are angry about? Mm -hmm. And I would like to know that because it's wild. Yeah. I haven't done anything wrong. And I haven't done anything to mislead you at any point in time. Unless this guy is not telling us that he spent the entire, you know, courtship being like, oh, yeah, this little guy, only three inches. Mm -hmm. Just, Just a small guy down there. Maybe it's like she's realized now he lied about his monster dong, said it was three inches. And her entire life, maybe she's an architect. And like, she's like, all the buildings I've made are measurements so small. are so, no, they're, they're huge. Cause it's like, oh, do a 12 inch oh, you know, wall. Right. And she multiplied that by fucking three or four because she thinks 12 inches is three inches. Yeah, right. You're right. Or every, she thinks three, you know, every doorway is, is four times. Big, yeah. Everyone's like, what is like, we got a fire. And she's <laughs> just, and everyone's like, no. And this whole time people are like, yeah. It was a really artistic approach. Like, I don't understand why they keep saying that. And her buildings just look like they're made by Minecraft. Yeah, that's the answer. It's just straight up being like, you need to tell me why you're upset. Yeah. And no, like running away, no storming off, no whatever. And just be like, what about my penis size is so upsetting to you? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you taking something that I hasn't changed been, the entire yeah. time we've been together? Why are you taking this so personally? Yeah, I do love that. Like. In the question, it's like, oh, she mentioned it. And like, I didn't really care or mind. I just happened to have a measuring tape next to the bed next time we fucked. It's like, you minded, you thought about it, you waited, you were like, no, hold on. Also, what's a cloth measuring tape? It's like the Taylor's one. Like the ones that like, you can like put around you. Okay. I guess I would just said measuring tape. Well, I mean, you could also have the. Yeah. Okay. I just thought of like, you know, like a bandage, (laughs) like a bandage. but it's like. Like the cloth ones are, I mean, like, I don't think any of them are cloth anymore. They're all sort of like that Plastic-y, shitty, weird, yeah. like nylon stuff mm-hmm. now. Okay, cool. I assume that's what he meant. So yeah. Okay, I don't know why I don't it's know. just chilling there. Well, I mean, we know why it's there. You we know exactly it. yeah, why yeah. it's there. He went and bought it. That's going to do it for this episode, friends. But before we go, we're going to hop onto some online dating platforms. such as Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge to see what works, what doesn't work in an effort to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable. And we're going to hop on to Tinder. I'm going to start you off with a Bumble, actually. Oh, okay. Oh, did you hear Bumble, like, plummeted, like, 70% in stocks? No. And they fired their, like, CEO? Oh, interesting. Yeah. This person is 28. They are a man, and their name has been scratched out, which is probably the best for them. Okay. They say, about me, modern women are absolutely underwhelming, undeveloped, masculine, and delusional. They lack real feminine values and traits and have lost their roots and spirit slash soul completely. Behind the facade of caked up makeup and lip fillers, they have no real value. Perfect first date. You aren't important enough or valuable enough to be taken on a date. What are you here for? Why are you here, bud? What do you think you're getting into? Like He's just laying down the facts. He's just educating women on how useless. useless. Yeah. Like, just so bad in every way. I would love to know if anyone, like, if women do, like, match with him and be like, yes, I agree. You're so right, King. Because I'm sure there are women out there that do feel this way. Hey, we have all sorts of people who support Trump who he literally every day is like, I hate you. Yeah, so that's true. I had to g- minus 10? Yeah, terrible. This is Kayla. About me. I like a man who goes out of his way to treat a woman special. I like chivalry. I like a man who is attentive with values. I like a man who is thoughtful and kind. If you're not looking for anything serious, please swipe left. You have 24 hours. To what? To do what? To what? What do you mean? If I match or if I don't? In general? Is she the one with the gift? Is she just like, hey, Dane, you have 24 hours. 
Yeah. I have a gift. Beware of that deer. Enjoy your last day. Is it one of those things where like, once again, it's like, I have 24 hours to impress you. Yeah. There is a lot of like, you better be treating me like a princess and go out of your way. And it's like, if you're in a good relationship with someone, you should go out of your way for them in general. Not because you're a man, not because whatever. It's like, that should be kind of a given in a relationship. Well, I do want to say that she has three pictures of herself. Mm -hmm. Then she has a horse picture. No. Oh, that would be nice. She has a picture that says, I don't want to text. Let's go to Jamaica. Damn. The next one is a cartoon version of Gomez and Morticia Adams. And he is kissing her arm. Okay. And then the next one is like a con or like a constellation with like a heart in a cloud. And it says, be proud of your card, kind heart. Not everyone has it. And then the last one is a person becomes 10 times attractive, not by their looks, but by their acts of kindness, love, respect, honesty, and loyalty. Why would you ever put those in your profile, let alone like on social media? That's like the feminine version of man quotes. Yeah. They're awful. And yeah. I, it actually has dropped to the point when I already didn't like it. I'm going to give it a one, actually. I'm this is not the person for me. And I think it's red flags everywhere. You kind of seem gold diggery. I'm giving it a two. Whoa. Because I like to reserve my ones for yeah. actual problematic things. If we but hadn't is... just done a minus 10, yeah. it probably would have been a two for me. But because we've put the problems so far away, right. I feel comfortable putting her at a one. Yeah. I feel like I need you to be problematic to be one. There wasn't anything really problematic in terms of like morality mm, in there. Yeah, yeah. So, so she gets a two, but. It's as low as you can go without being racist. Okay. I don't love it. This is Kenny. Kenny's 33. Are you ready? Mm. About me. Six foot, 260 pounds. Dom, all caps. Devil emoji. Bicep emoji. Current nursing student. Like stethoscope emoji. Ex-hockey player. Arrow, powerlifter. Detroit Red Wings slash Lions fanatic. Priorities. College. Career. Gym. Quotes. Not here for hookups. Blah, blah. Real man, blah, blah. I've gone balls deep in a handful of women with such profiles. You next? Nice guys finish last. Bad boys finish on her face. Quote, no way he's such a douchebag. Unlike all those other wimps on here, I'll eat your kitty and your ass. Devil emoji. Let's make a movie. God. (laughs) I felt like someone took what we tried to do making a red flag profile and went too far. Or like, you know. Actually, do you want to... My Tinder profile is right there. We never gave a full. Actually, no, I'll post a picture of it. I didn't post a picture on our Instagram. It was pretty good. Yeah. So if you want to see what I came up with for a bad profile, I feel like this is that's my profile on crack. Yeah. It's like if you, you know, when you're like, you're writing something, you want to make a character and they should be deep. This is like a caricature. It's like, okay, we just did stuff that's so bad that no one's going to think it was real, but apparently it's real. Kenny, you're trying, I guess. Kenny, I hope you're never my nurse. Yeah. I hope you're never anyone's nurse. <laughs> you don't seem fitting for the job. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's not great. Let's do one more. Do you have a good one? Yeah. Okay. This is, well, good. Good is relative. This is Shelby, 24. Need a five foot nine plus man. Not into hobbits. No mama's boys, no drug dealers. Get a real job, yawn emoji. <laughs> drug dealers are so boring. Yeah. Not a fan of kids. Lie to me and I'll bite your balls off. Crazy, but you guys like that. We don't. No. No. Mm-mm. If you don't fit the criteria or scared, don't match me. Hey. I, yeah. I like that because you've given me permission to not like you because I don't know if I'm necessarily scared. I just hate it. Well, you know, you did threaten to bite my balls off. Yeah, I feel like if I had written, if there was any man being like, lie to me and I'll slice your tits off. Like, yeah, that's a crime. That's a real bad thing. And it's like, even if it was like, oh, steal my PlayStation 5, which is, you know, a crime. And I'll do this. That'd be bad. But lie to me. It's like, what do you deem as a lie? Is it that I didn't tell you my dick was huge? Yeah. Also, like, is it, are you just going to like assume everything is a lie? Like. You don't give me sort of rational person. So is it just going to be like, were you looking at the waitress? No. Yeah. 
Well, well, ball bye, time. Bye, bye. <laughs> yeah, bye, bye, balls. We don't need to order, miss, because yeah. I'm gonna be fed. <laughs> That's gonna do it for our episode, friends. Thank you very much for listening once again. If you'd like to support the show, head on over to Patreon.com/slash/fbuddies, or you can find all of the information that we talk about in the show at fbuddiespodcast.com. You can get our tickets to our live show, which is November 16th, Thursday, 7 p.m. at Black Sheep in Toronto. Or just you know, send us a question, and we'll answer it for you as soon as we can. Yeah, we love you guys. Thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song, Paper Stars. See you on our Patreon. See you on our show. See you in my dreams. Also, we haven't mentioned it. We've referenced it a few times, but we have got an editor who's doing a wonderful job editing the show. So this will be the first. Thank you, Sujith, for putting the show together. You just saved my it. life. Thank you so much. You're doing a great job. Let's do some bad sex right now. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that part. <laughs> also, thank you for everyone who voted for us in the Canadian Podcast Awards. Because we're, I don't know if any of you guys saw, we're nominated for three awards. talked about it last episode. Yeah. Maybe (laughs) they didn't see. Yeah. You don't see with podcasts, Dane. You fool. Pick one or two. Two. Okay, great. This is a Reddit post. Okay. I've only ever heard of women getting migraines. I don't think they're real. It just sounds like, to me, that women needed some made-up word for their pain to be taken seriously because their pain tolerance is so low. I feel it's been so overused that it's gone back to man, brackets, me, not taking it seriously. But seriously, headaches aren't that bad. Just power through it. Yeah. Thank you, someone finally had the courage to say it. I love the, like, you are not incorrect about the fact that men for a very long time have not taken women's pain seriously. Mm -hmm. Like, that is a huge problem in the medical profession of being like, you're just stressed. Mm-hmm. No, you don't have any of these pains. It's just it's just your menstruation cycle. But also just like the wild confidence and idiocy of being like migraines, they do not exist. Although, hey, can you tell me right now? Have yes, you, I've uh, had migraines for sure, dude. No. I've had so many fucking migraines. No. When the light starts to fucking stab you in the brain. Sounds made up. Yeah. My name is Dave Miller. And I'm now Spain. We've been your fuck buddies. 